0: This episode was made possible by Blanton Exterminating. Blanton Exterminating is a family-owned local business that has been servicing central Alabama since 1962. Blanton Exterminating provides pest control, termite bonds, and mosquito control, just to name a few. Call the great folks at Blanton Exterminating today for your exterminating needs at 205-798-0512. That's 205-798-0512. This episode is brought to you by the Edwards Agency. Today, personal insurance often feels robotic, with other companies using banks, toll-free providers, and internet providers. But the Edwards Agency puts the personal touch in personal insurance. They have a dedicated staff of licensed agents that will assist you in finding the best coverage available at a competitive rate. The Edwards Agency, Inc. has been in business for over 40 years, serving customers in the Jefferson and Walker County area with locations in both Summerton and Jasper. When it comes to your insurance, don't leave it up to choice. Being insured with the best has its advantages. Call the Edwards Agency in Summerton today at 205-648-2830 or the Jasper office at 205-295-2030. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. My name is Nick Norris, I'm a sports writer for a number of websites and publications and with me as always are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. What's up guys? And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Howdy. Alright, how you guys feeling today?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, it's not like I came to today thinking Auburn's gonna win. So, I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm disappointed just because the offense absolutely sucks. I know we'll talk about it later, but I feel awful for the defense because they played <laughs> lights out today. Yeah, so you what, said. What, what's, uh, what's new, right? I mean, the offense screws us over.
0: You you said you were going to uh, lay into to Gus and the Auburn oh, program pretty man. hard today. And Bo Nix, too. He sucks. Boop. <laughs> <Pulling up. laughs> We're going to get into that in a, just a moment, but first, let's get into a little bit of news. This is our spooky Halloween episode. <laughs> Are you guys excited? Are you in the Halloween spirit? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. This is Halloween week. I'm going to be doing Halloween some fun week. stuff at school. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, speaking of Halloween, Halloween is also Nick Saban's 68th birthday. He's getting on up there now.
1: Well, he looks like he's 48,
0: so I'd say he's doing pretty well. <laughs> well, how how long do you guys think he's going to keep this up? Because everyone always throws in their 10 cents about when they think he'll retire, and he never does. I'd say 10 more years. 10 more years, so 78 yeah. when he retires? Yeah. I mean, wow. he looks great. Yeah, he why, does. He's,
1: he's in great health. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I'm going to go with whenever... We we're talking about Sabin, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say whenever Miss Terry wants him home. Yeah, that's
0: that's very fair. That's a I great point. Yeah. I think I think she's got some say in that for sure. But I don't I don't know that she wants him home. Maybe she likes having some away time. Yeah, that's him.
2: true. She might just like spending his money while he's not there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, and, and in that
2: case, it will probably be until he croaks.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. Well, uh some teams had some Halloween scares today. Uh, Oklahoma went down to Kansas State 48-41. Yikes. Did you guys watch this game? Uh, uh, just yes. a little bit I of it. Most of it. Yeah. So, uh, Jalen Hurts had pretty. a Yeah, Jalen Hurts had a great game. He had I think you he sure had three rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown. Yeah. And uh interesting stat here. He <laughs> accounted for literally all of Oklahoma's yards except for like six of them I think yeah so he yeah had, that's
2: one of my yeah that was one of my tweets is it says uh, it says uh, Jalen Hurts has accounted literally all of Oklahoma's yards today except six yeah yeah three hundred. the 300,
0: offense 395 yards uh, passing that was all the passing yards and then 96 of the 102 rushing yards today that is insane yeah it is yep
1: but I guess Oklahoma's defense showed its true colors today. I guess it, it was a matter of time.
0: Yeah, they are not very good. Um, but, you know, uh, props to Jalen for keeping the minute because <laughs> if it wasn't for him, this would have been a beatdown. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, another team, Texas, they're back, baby. And they lost <laughs> again. Yo. Yeah, so much for that. Aaron, your TCU frogs. They did it, man.
2: Yeah.
1: They yeah, and those implement. nice ugly uniforms.
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we were talking about that earlier. <clears throat> and I agree, they're they're pretty ugly. But they're one of those that for some reason I like oh, them. No. Oh no. they're just like I realize that they're ugly, but they're like so ugly I kind of like them. That is I don't make know what sense. it is. I know it doesn't but that's I kind of like, like it
1: that's like saying she's so ugly but I think she's kind of beautiful
2: nope that's, <laughs> that's not makes, the same at all that's what people say no about
0: sense. my dog Ragnar
2: yeah he's, but he's so ugly that he's cute yeah it yeah, yeah. doesn't make any sense that dog looks so stupid I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna
0: leave Ragnar alone uh yeah so TCU 13727 and uh <laughs> um yeah, Texas, just not not very good, are they? No, they're not. They should have lost to Kansas last week. Yeah, and uh, they nearly did. Uh, a little bit more scary news. Uh, Jets quarterback Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts on the field. Did y'all, did y'all hear about this? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was seeing...
1: <laughs> oh, that's just an excuse he was making.
0: Yeah, he... uh. Oh. Thought some defenses were blitzing when he wasn't, and heard him on the mic say so he was—he's he's seeing ghosts out there. It's a term you don't hear too often, but. Uh... Oh man. <laughs> yeah, Jets... I think he needs to go ahead and hang it up. We we'll go ahead and retire. Yeah, Jets have some serious problems. That's neither here nor there, though, because we're not here to talk about the Jets. We're here to talk about Alabama and Auburn, and I think we're gonna start out with Alabama. But first, how about some Twitter news, Aaron?
2: Already. Playoffs? let talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game.
2: All right, so the first one is by Landry Locker on Twitter. Says Texas is going to bully TCU. This is a good time for the frogs to get the horns, but they can't hang, just aren't built for it, shorthanded or not. Hashtag hook 'em. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that didn't
0: last very long,
2: didn't age well. Was, uh, that, a, f- was that freezing cold first, takes that
0: exposed that one?
2: Yeah, the first <laughs> uh, comment underneath it is <laughs> it says they played like your profile pick looks.
0: Mm. <laughs> I guess that means bad. Yeah, yeah it's Ooh. not pretty. Man,
2: Wouldn't that's that's he's a... a good looking dude or anything. It's <laughs> a good one to start off with. Alright, my favorite one of the week is by Will Elliott. It says Joe Burrow looks like Pennywise. Oh my gosh. He does. No, you know
1: what? He kinda looks like uh Beavis.
0: A little
1: bit from Beavis and Butthead. He just does just a little bit. I tell a little you, this
0: one. It's the forehead. That helmet makes he's, his forehead look like yeah. it's twenty feet long. He is one ugly-looking dude. I guess we, we can agree on that. <laughs> Jeez, it's a scathing, scathing review by Justin I'm, there. I am pissed tonight. Let's just say that. <laughs> I love it. What else you got, Aaron?
2: Uh, uh, the next one's by Cecil Hurt. It says, you'd think a team that receives as many kickoffs as Arkansas does would be better at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That one's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Because they had that one that the kid just went over and caught it right beside the sideline for oh, no yeah. reason. And then accidentally <laughs> stepped out of bounds at like the two.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah that was rough. Rough night for
2: Arkansas in general. Get enough reps and
1: yeah. Chad Morris won't be there next year. Let's just go ahead and say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know.
1: Well, it's, he It's going to be.
2: I mean, he should never have have been there in the first place. No, I think it. I think it says he has a total of eighteen FBS wins in his yeah. l- like four career year career whatever it is as a head coach. Not not That's good. That's no good. Yeah. I mean, um, oof. Or yeah. Um, next one is uh, it's a picture of the most googled things in uh, Alabama right now, and I I mean it's pretty sure it's Photoshop, but it says when the typed into the Google uh, bar when does uh, Auburn basketball start? Question mark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, it starts next week, baby.
2: (laughs) I'm ready. Gotta hang on to what you can get. That's yeah. right, and we're
0: gonna cover that too. We're gonna to cover Alabama and Auburn basketball to an extent, um, not as in depth as we do football, but we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about it, especially Give if a Auburn little makes overview. another. Yeah. yeah, especially if Auburn makes another big run.
2: Uh, yeah, my last one was just talking about bringing up that crazy stat for Jalen and Jalen Hurts. Literally every single offensive yard except for six. That's insane.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts is, I mean, this game is going to probably hurt his Heisman chances just because they lost. But, if anything, it should help it, honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah. After seeing, after seeing stuff like that, yeah, it should definitely help it. Yeah. I'm mean,
0: Just the fact that you're able to carry your team on your back the way he has, kind of like LeBron in Cleveland. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for another great segment of. Oh, that Twitter was
2: Natives, beautiful. <laughs> I do do what I can.
0: All right, well, let's get into our next segment: uh, Tide vs. Tigers trivia. This week's segment of Tide vs. Tigers trivia is brought to you by Metal Central. Metal Central, located in Jasper, is your source for metal roofing that lasts a lifetime. Metal Central also offers metal building packages, custom trim, doors, and more to complete any job. Call Metal Central for a quote today. That's 205-385-7575 Alright, now let's get into Today's segment of Tide vs. Tigers Trivia Alright We're here with Brian and Charity Playing Tide vs. Tigers Trivia Charity will be representing the Alabama Crimson Tide And Brian will be representing the Auburn Tigers Are you all ready for some trivia? Yes Alright, good deal We're going to start out with Uh you charity
2: okay. All right charity what year did arkansas last beat alabama um... All right it was in 2006 Okay yeah. <laughs> All right Brian you ready
0: Okay, in 2013, Auburn made it to the national championship game behind which quarterback? It's
2: Marshall. That's right. All right, one point. All right, Charity. Okay. won his first national championship game with the Tide in the 2009 season against which team? Mom, I know.
0: <laughs> and that was Texas in 2009. All right, Brian. Against what team did Gus Malzahn get his first win as head coach at Auburn? Tulane. That's a good guess. It was actually Washington State. As in 2013, they won 31 to 24. Okay, Charity. What what song was tempor- temporarily banned from being played at bryant Diddy Stadium but was reinstated last season? The national info? <laughs> it was. Uh, it was Dixie delight The uh, the student section would get a little rowdy during that one. All right, Brian. Uh,
2: in the early 2000s, the Auburn's ti- the Auburn Tigers put up an impressive winning streak in the Iron Bowl. How many consecutive wins did the streak consist of? Six. That's right. That's right.
0: That was a long streak for Alabama fans, but uh, probably felt pretty nice for Auburn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Charity. Uh, Before before Nick Saban, who was the last Alabama coach to win a national championship, came in
2: 1992.
0: Uh, Um, I don't know. That was Gene Stallings, the 1992 coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. All right, Brian.
2: Which clothing brand creates Auburn's uniforms? Who are they sponsored by? Under
0: Armour. Correct. Under Armour is right. Okay, Charity. And uh, who sponsors Alabama's uniforms? Which clothing brand?
2: Um, Nike. That's right.
0: All right, Brian, last question.
2: Which Auburn QB holds the record for most career passing
0: yards? Stan White. Stan White is correct. He had 8,000. And 16 passing yards throughout his career. Pretty impressive. Okay, well, Brian, you are this week's winner. Congratulations! Thank you. You barely barely edged her out, but uh, we appreciate you both playing. Thank you so much, Charity and Brian. Thank you, Poor Eagle. Brian, we will uh, get your information. Uh, We'll message you, get your information, and we'll get your uh, reward sent right over to you. All right, thank you, man. All right, well, y'all have a great day today. Appreciate it. Well, I think we all want to get into Auburn, but let's save it for last, um, and let's get Alabama out of the way. There's not too much to talk about. Um, another absolute beatdown, of course, yeah, of uh, Arkansas shocker. at home.
1: I'm pretty sure this is what I said for the score because I
0: said Arkansas had only scored like seven points. Yeah, they uh, Alabama won forty-eight to seven, uh, yeah. and scoring
2: what was it forty-one to nothing at halftime?
0: Oh, uh, you know what? Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. I think I said the score would be like 51-10. Yeah, the spread was it was like a 32-point spread and yeah, <laughs> they covered it. So. Oh yeah. no. Uh, Arkansas my main takeaway of this game is just how bad Arkansas is. I Eight. mean, oh you know, gosh. Goodness gracious. Nick Starkle, he went uh, 5 for 19, 58 yards, zero touchdowns and three interceptions. What and, was his QBR? <laughs> Negative? Uh I don't. I don't even know. It's not even showing up on my stat page here. Let so me maybe see maybe it will for yours. Yeah, see if you can find it. But uh, just an atrocious game overall for Arkansas. Um, it, uh, interesting though is that this they had like almost no penalties. I'm pretty sure. Let me pull it up. Yeah, Arkansas had zero penalties this entire game. Alabama had six for sixty yards zero
2: yeah, Alabama's got to get <laughs> the penalties penalty? under
0: control yeah well did a lot better than uh, Auburn and LSU tonight with the penalties we'll talk about that yeah a really bit. Um,
2: Nick Starkel has just as many interceptions as he does touchdowns on the year Ooh, oh, very good year man That's his rough. total QBR is 46.2 Ooh, for the mm. season yeah mm. yikes
0: was real well, some big names got to watch uh, Arkansas in, uh, <laughs> in Brent Denny Stadium. We had Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was there. Joe Namath, the 2009 National Championship team. It's a lot of big names there for yeah, such a uh, low-stakes yeah, game. Yeah, I
2: believe, was it Jerry Jones' uh, grandson that is the backup for Arkansas? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they something might They're
0: related, something yeah. like that.
2: Something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he got a little bit of playing time. He he did better. He went six for seven for 49 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. Um, it's Jay Steven Jones, but um, he wasn't, you know, he was in there mostly in the second half. Hey, Mac
1: Jones didn't look too bad. I know it was Arkansas,
0: but I thought he looked yes. pretty good.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, Mac Jones looked great. So uh, this was the first time a starting quarterback has missed a start since uh, Mark Gullion replaced Brody Croyle in 2004. Wow. Wow. Um, and he did great. I thought he he did really well. He uh completed eighteen of twenty two of his passes, two hundred thirty five yards, and three touchdowns through the year. So very, it, very impressive, I think.
1: It, it helps when you have those wide receivers too; make it look a lot easier.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, how do you guys think uh, a Mac Jones offense would face against LSU? Okay, here's an interesting
1: take. I think they would hang in there. If not, possibly. Now, we know how LSU is when they play Alabama. They usually choke all over themselves. Especially so, at Alabama. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they somehow won the game just because knowing it's Alabama and all the talent he has around him, I think they could yeah. pull it off.
2: Yeah. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable with it, honestly. Yeah. like, uh, just He's got the confidence now to throw. Uh, the deep ball after this game even though it was only Arkansas he's got that going into LSU if he is the starter and um, they can still just run it down their throat as much as they can with Najee and um, just play keep away from Joe Um, they would have to capitalize on every opportunity but I, I, I feel a lot more comfortable with it after tonight
0: yeah and I think last week we all agreed that if Mac started, there'd be almost no chance of Alabama winning. Yeah, uh, but he's completely he's completely changed my mind. I think yeah, they could hang in this game and and possibly come out with it and win.
2: Yeah, I still thought we would have a, a good chance. It was not um, I would not have picked us if I had to put money on it if Mac was starting. But uh, yeah, I still think we would we would uh, especially with it being in Bryant Denny. And, um, and LSU yeah, is pretty
1: we'll right. LSU's pretty banged up after today, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, banged up, Devontae Smith got a little banged up. He was wearing a sling uh, when he came back out after, I guess it was after halftime. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, let me see if there was an update on... I'm glad we got a bye. Yeah, you and yeah. LSU both. It... Yeah, they both got pretty banged up this week. Uh, he was able to walk off the field, did not return. So I don't think there's really been an update as of the time we we're recording what the um, injury is. Hopefully, nothing serious. But um, yeah, he'll probably be fine. Yeah, hopefully we'll have him back. Uh, he took—he was on a nasty tackle. He kind of—I think he hit his elbow on a helmet or something like that. Mm. Yeah, um, it
2: looked like he landed on his shoulder to me.
0: That may have been what it was. Yeah, it was his left arm, shoulder, is what this says. Uh, yeah, there's still no update as of this as of, as of recording, but um, hopefully it's not very significant.
2: Yeah, I thought this was a, a little more on the Alabama game was interesting. What the uh, if Tua goes in the draft as to what the quarterback um, battle will look like next year. Yeah. But, yeah, I think so. Max pretty good, and a bunch of people are expecting Talua or, or Talia. Talia, Talia uh, will start next year, and I'm not so sure because um, Matt looks good, and he, Talia just he doesn't look. He looks undersized, and like he s- yeah. still needs to grow up a bit. Well, before then, we jump in, everybody's into that. talking about how good Bryce Young is, or I think that's his name, Bryce yeah, Young. Bryce Young uh, coming in. So I think it'll be interesting.
0: Well, before we get into that, uh, Nick Saban just gave an update. He said that Devontae Smith has a bruised shoulder and may miss a couple of days, but think he will be okay. So, yep, nothing too serious it seems. Hopefully not. But yeah, uh, Talia, we did get to see a little bit of him in this game. Um, yeah, he just didn't have like an incredible performance or anything, but it wasn't you know awful. He's six for eight, so he you know pretty good percentage and for forty five yards. But uh, he was really just in there to run the clock out more than anything else. Yeah.
1: Yep, just I think
0: the quarterback, the quarterback situation will be interesting just because we're going to have Bryce Young and Talia and Mac Jones. And I mean, and the
2: young kid, the Tyson kid.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and Paul Tyson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is supposed to be, you know, very great. So I don't know. It, it, we all assume that two is going to go to the draft and I think he will, but, Hey, maybe he'll just decide to hang on another year and throw it in, into even more chaos. We, yeah, we definitely I mean, see some might. transfers. If uh, he happened. might, too. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There'd be some
1: transfers. Well, especially if he's still considered as the number one overall draft pick and the Dolphins have that pick, I think I'd reconsider and play another year <laughs> in college.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. I, th- but <laughs> I think I'd go get beat up at the Miami. At the I don't Miami think he would go money. in the
2: first round
0: right now. You don't think he would? Oh, he'd go. I mean,
2: I think he would go in the first round. I, my oh, first I don't pick. think he yeah. would be the first overall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think if the way the draft is set up right now before trades and everything, I think he would go like whatever San Diego's pick is. I think it's like ninth or 10th. I think he would go about there to them. I think yeah. – I think after this year, just the way it looks right now, as of right now, I think Joe is a safer bet for Miami. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that may be true. And so San Diego's we'll a, a better fit for Tua. And, I mean, you yeah. never know
1: Jalen. I don't know where he'll go in the draft, but the way he's looked this year, he'll he'll be a top draft pick.
0: Yeah, he he'll be he'll be pretty high as well. So, yeah. it's going to be a lot of great quarterbacks uh, presumably leaving this year. Uh, so the one of the biggest things I noticed in this game is the defense looks much better. I know it was against a 2 and 5 Arkansas. <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> not much to <laughs> gauge off of yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, and and you can only take, you know, those results with, you know, a grain of salt, but I mean Alabama's played arguably worse teams and and let them score more points. Yeah. And the the defense just looked ready and excited to play tonight. It was, you know, three interceptions uh one for a touchdown by uh, and, D- uh by Diggs and and I mean, they'll be ready to play against LSU
1: too cuz they're always yeah, ready to play that game. That's going to be rocking. Yeah. Yeah. Have the new lights, go We also didn't uh
0: Alabama didn't miss a field goal this week. Hey, <laughs> went points for, two. for that. Nice. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. No.
1: Watch him miss three and against it. LSU, though.
2: Hey, uh, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't want that bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: hey, Bo Nix gave us some bad juju by saying it's not such a big deal playing such a huge <laughs> environment. Watch what happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, uh, if y'all have nothing else to say about this Alabama game we'll talk a little bit about Auburn all right well yeah
1: I mean that's y'all so have anything
0: else to say about it No, and I then don't. we'll come back to talk about um, our predictions for Alabama LSU at the very end yeah I don't have anything else to say
2: no I'm good um, I was looking up to see what the new uh, Alabama LSU tickets are looking like
0: yeah find that find that out for
2: us I could have sworn that the last time I looked this up, the cheapest ones I could find were 351, and this is showing there are some available for 250, so quite a deal, I must mm-hmm. say. Yeah,
0: I think that's what I paid. About what I paid to go a couple of years ago through Alabama LSU, and it was a much lower stakes game than this year's.
1: Yeah, I mean this is pretty much for the SEC West. <laughs> this
0: game. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right, well, let us get into Night Needs to Know. Oh, yeah. I need to know. Night Needs to Know.
1: Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, Um, I probably wouldn't be surprised.
0: You wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if I put ashes (laughs) in cookies and fed them to you?
1: Yeah, because it was some day for the SEC
0: again. That, that might make sense then i guess just yeah i would like to know how it makes sense now this is looking like a bad idea
1: all right so after lSU beat the number nine ranked auburn team should they be ranked number one in the country
0: mm, yeah there's definitely an argument ranked? for that yeah, yeah should, should it be ranked number one
2: yeah I think i mean they I think they should have been ranked number one the last Three weeks, so yeah, yeah, even I'm, more
0: so after this. I agree. I think that the art there's more of an argument for them to be number one than Alabama at this point. Oh yeah. Um, I think that people just don't like to doubt Alabama, especially a Nick saban Coach <laughs> Alabama. So uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they moved them up to number one. I mean, I'd, I would have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, second question. So Ohio State finally played a pretty solid team today, and they crushed them. So do you think they are for real? You think they have a pretty good chance of winning the national championship?
0: Yeah, I think they do. I think they are pretty legit. Uh, I think today kind of sold that to the world. Because Wisconsins I know they, you know they lost last week, but yeah, that's, that Wisconsin team's a good team. It's one dimensional, but it's still it a is. good team. And, um,
2: yeah, Wisconsin and, still had a chance until like halfway through the third quarter, and then they just like they just opened nah. it up. Yeah, yeah, they shot themselves in their foot in the foot, you know, time time and time again. Like it's just it was embarrassing.
0: Yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, I think they are the real deal. I think that they're going to win the you know the uh, conference easily and uh, be right there in the in the mix for the national championship.
2: Yeah, I think they're a lot more legit. Today was definitely needed to prove that to me, though. Yeah. Because they had not played anybody. But, yeah, after today, that Chase Young kid is unreal. Yeah.
1: That defense is unreal. I mean, they're only giving up seven points a game. And they're eight games into the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's incredibly – I mean, that's incredible. It's really impressive. So, you know – even as good as Auburn is, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're giving up more than that. I—I I don't have the stat in front of me, but there's very yeah. few teams that have been holding anybody to that low a points. Yeah, like Granted, that. Granted, yeah. Ohio State has been playing easier teams. Very um, true. But still, to be able to do that consistently every week, even against small teams, that can be difficult to do. So yeah, I think they're the real deal.
1: Yeah. All right, and a uh, final thing I need to know: so South Carolina losing to Tennessee today. Do you think Muschamp will be fired after the end of the season? Yes.
0: I at least think he probably should be. That was, you know, I've I've stayed kind of a, a Muschamp supporter this season. I didn't think he should be fired. Uh, today changed my mind. That was atrocious. I mean, <laughs> losing that badly to Tennessee. Yeah. Like the 2019 Tennessee, that's good. I mean, goodness. I, yeah. Get him out of there. Get somebody else. Do something.
2: I don't know. I think it's just back to 50-50. I think Georgia bought him another year, and now that he lost to Tennessee, yeah. it just it just reverses that. So now it's
0: 50-50. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Also, this makes uh, Georgia look like a joke, too.
1: <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. so. Yeah. Well, that is all I need to know tonight. A well, needs to
0: know. I've got something I need to know. Oh, okay. Wow. What are you boys going to be doing on Halloween this year? All right. um,
1: Aaron, would you like to take it first?
2: Um, um, hmm. All right.
1: I'll Um, I'll let him think about it. So, um, (laughs) me and my uh, girlfriend, Jordan, will be uh, Mm -hmm. carving pumpkins with uh, her sister and uh, husband. So, we'll do that. uh, Well, we'll do that Friday with her brother as well because he's working Thursday. So Halloween night, probably not really doing anything.
0: Okay, just taking it easy, watching maybe watching some scary movies? We'll be
1: watching some Thursday Night Football. That's what we'll be doing.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not a scary movie gal, are
1: you? No, I'm not. I could care less to watch any scary movies. Yeah. Not my kind of movie.
2: You know, that was one of my options. when I was thinking about is I'll probably either be at home eating um, candy by myself watching Thursday Night Football, or I'll be out trying to pretend I'm a kid and see if anybody will still put give me candy, or I will probably take my nieces and then steal all their candy. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, any of those.
0: Yeah. Maybe
2: a mixture of all of them. Maybe. <laughs> right.
0: well, sounds like a good night. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I am going to be in Gatlinburg, which also complicates the episode for next week, so we gotta figure out a game plan. I don't know if... Uh, I'm going to pre-record some of my uh, parts and then let you all discuss the outcomes of the games or if I'll just uh, make a quick trip to the room and, and come in and uh, record. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure or, something out.
1: Or it could just be a week off. Alabama's on a bye. Auburn's just nah. playing old Miss. We'll just take a week off.
0: I don't know. We'll, we'll think Might about it. Might just
2: be it. a late episode.
0: Yeah, there's a better chance we'll do a late episode than take a week off. But we sure we just, could do it, like Sunday. Yeah, we may just release it Sunday night instead of Sunday morning, so it'd still yeah. come out Sunday. I don't know. We'll see. We'll think about it, and uh and I we'll. Mean, let if you it.
2: just want the week off, Justin, like it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Seriously, you, you just you tired just, of this already?
2: No, I mean was, he's burnt out. He's like, <laughs> it's Auburn. You know, maybe
1: just a week off. I, I, Auburn's really burning me weekend. out. I'm tired of talking about how bad Auburn is. That's what. Uh.
2: Well, I think you're going to be burned out for a while. A long time. The rest of my
0: life. Well, let's talk about uh, this Auburn game tonight. The, the oh, loss to LSU in Baton Rouge. 23-20. to <sighs> A close game, um, but one that Auburn fans are really angry about. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, so, first... Uh, well, I'll let, let you go, let you go. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, let me self-correct myself. I had been saying it was 1998 since we had last won LSU. Uh, Baton Rouge Mm. sorry it was 1999 just wanted to make Mm. that correction so it's it's
2: still been 20 years a year in there yeah
1: (laughs) just making that correction
0: well here's some uh some other things we were wrong about so we made some predictions at the end of last episode or a special episode with Carl I was the closest you were the closest it was our favorite or is our uh special episode with Carlos Rogers uh Alabama I mean Auburn defensive back uh if you haven't Listen to that. Check it out. We did that uh, last week, and we made some predictions. So I was the most wrong. I chose Auburn to win. I said they'd win at twenty eight twenty seven. That did not happen. No. Uh, Aaron thought LSU would win thirty eight twenty four. He's close on LSU, you know, He's close on Auburn's score, I guess, but not. not Auburn so much did
2: exactly what I thought they would do. I was just surprised that they that LSU didn't move the ball better. Like yeah. uh, if they would have got ten more points, you know, I, I figured at least they would kick another field goal and score again, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's what I was expecting from LSU. But Justin, you said
0: twenty eight seventeen LSU. It's pretty yeah, close, pretty close, yeah. so pretty close to the 23-20 like, outcome.
1: Yeah, and I knew. Oh gosh, man, I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> so I knew the defense. was Let's start. To play. Let's start with
0: a good. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about the defense. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about the defense. They played the best game of the season. They gave up 508 total yards, but they played the bend, don't break kind of defense. It's probably the best red zone defense in the country. They had key stops. But, of course, those key stops led to Auburn starting on the one-yard line. What do we do? Three and out. But I won't <laughs> talk about that yet. We'll just talk about we, fought, we had an interception, great pick by McCreary. We had a forced fumble on a punt. And I mean, I know the pass defense wasn't great, but I I mean, they just could not get a good, they didn't have a good flow. I mean, LSU had some good drives, but they just were never able to open up the game. But the defense, man, it's frustrating knowing how bad the offense is. Let me give you, here's a stat right here. So, DJ Williams, he had two plays where he ran for 111 yards. Guess how many points we scored on that? How many, Justin? Three points. We scored three <laughs> points, and before so those 111 yards. If he didn't have that, you know how many total yards the offense had? How many? 167. How mm. atrocious is that? <laughs> I mean, there was no flow in this offense. D.J. Williams is going to be aggressive.
2: A offensive mastermind.
1: I don't know who ever said that because he's a complete idiot. <laughs> he looks like a fool on the sideline. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just being honest tonight. It's I mean, this is nothing new, though. That's the thing. How many – this is three years in a row now that we've had a good defense, and they have saved our butts. But what does the offense do? Nothing. They don't show up. His play calling look is awful. He's calling all these outside routes, which is like the second most in the country. And Bo Nix can't make that throw. Let's talk about that, too. Bo Nix. I need to slow down a <laughs> little Picks.
2: bit. Bo Pigs. He's yeah. back.
1: Y'all saw some of the throws he made today, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he I overthrew it. so many people. He wasn't even close. And I'm tired of so this. So here's
2: my question.
1: Okay, yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I need to know, would you still start him?
1: Uh, that's a good debate. I think, because um, I'm tired of this, he's just a freshman. But we're eight games into the season now. And let me let me show you the big game stats. Oregon, 13-31, to 31. Ugh, 177 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Florida. 11 of 27, 145 yards, touchdown, three interceptions. Uh, and LSU, 15 of 35, 157 yards, touchdown, interception. I mean, none of that is telling me, oh, he should be starting some of these other games. I think what bothers me is Gabe.
2: If it makes you feel any better, I was guessing that he would throw at least two picks. I said he only threw oh, one. Oh, he only threw so, one. Huh. Yeah.
1: yeah. How many intentional cool. groundings did he have today? Three, two or three? That was terrible to watch. I mean, it's just it is frustrating. It, this it goes on Bo Nix. It goes on the play column Cause here's another thing, Schwartz, such a talented player, and you're like he should get the ball. He had the ball 11 times last week. Three catches he got. He was targeted once in the first quarter. wasn't targeted again until the fourth quarter. Please explain to me how the one of the fastest guys in the country, you're not trying to get him the ball more. How does that make any sense? Oh, I
2: saw briefly the first couple questions of uh, Gus's interview, and that was a first first oh, question yeah. asked was why didn't they target him? And he's like, "We we we did we did. There was a couple of times uh, we had some pressure, and uh, he threw it away. <laughs> and yeah, so he just made a bunch of excuses yeah. as to why he didn't get oh, the ball to him. And then I mean, he's an offensive mastermind; yeah. he should be able to figure it out. And see so
1: another thing that really you know ticks me off too is. The run D.J. Williams had when there was 28 seconds left, and it was like a 50-yard run. So we go up and spike it. And then Bo Nix overthrows his guy, and then an easy interception. Why <laughs> um, Why couldn't we just – I don't understand the play call and trying to get a big play because we're playing LSU. But, I mean, a field goal would have been great too instead of throwing an interception. But, well, let's
0: back up a little bit, <laughs> and let's talk yeah, about the defense a little bit more. Because I yeah. feel like we, we did skim through that. The defense looked great, and I think they did a great job of keeping uh, Joe Burrow in check too. Uh, the, for the first the first quarter, Joe Burrow looked rattled.
1: Yeah, because I mean that was only the second time they've been held scoreless in a quarter yeah. of this season. I mean, yeah, and they held him just had, one touchdown. Yeah, um, defense had three sacks today, two forced turnovers. Um, like I said, I mean and. I tell you what, the two safeties we have with Denson and Thomas, some of the best safeties in the country. I know that coverage-wise, sometimes they struggle, but I mean they both had a combined 27 total tackles today, so they're usually all over the field. But um, I uh, I feel I feel terrible for the defense because they played their hearts yeah, but, out today,
0: and they were hitting hard too because they laid some hard hits on Joe. Oh man, he's gonna be sore after today. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, he's hurting. I mean, they, they that defense made them earn that win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's well, all the, you can ask from your defense.
1: And the crazy thing is, too, we <laughs> that last onside kick, we almost got that. <laughs> to think that we yeah. were still even in that game. Just think if we had a good offense, how good this team could be. That's what frustrates yeah. me.
0: And I just don't understand. I don't understand these cycles that Gus Malzahn teams go through. Ugh. Why? Why do we keep... Getting these these starting freshmen, just like last year with the offensive line, why was there not some juniors and sophomores oh. ready to step into that role? It's because he didn't recruit them, and I think yeah, it's that's, the, kind of the same thing with the quarterbacks. And yeah, he didn't really recruit any.
1: That's a key point. The offensive line was atrocious today, just with the false start penalties. And this is a yeah. line that is full of seniors. And they well, let's I talk mean, what about what about what about the bad snap our center had today? That yeah. you no know, that drive.
0: Oh yeah. man. Well, let's talk about the penalties. So Auburn had Ooh, 15 penalties. 15 penalties. For 98 yards. Uh, but care. LSU yeah. had 12 of themselves for 118 yards. That's a lot yeah. of penalties thrown in this game. Okay. The
1: only thing that frustrates me is LSU didn't have any holding calls until that last run in play, and they were holding so many times. Like every single yeah. play, Derek Brown and Davidson were getting held, and that was frustrating me because they weren't calling it.
0: There was a lot of, of missed holding calls, but maybe they their arms were probably getting tired of throwing all these other flags. <laughs> oh, so yeah, maybe they decided to look over a few of them. Um, okay let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this offense. So they got into the within ten yards of a, of the end zone twice, and twice settled for field goals.
1: Oh man, that's always been a problem with Gus. Is his red zone offense has never been good. The plays he calls yeah. in the red zone make absolutely no sense to me. I mean, we I, we brought in Joey Gatewood, and it was a second and goal. We're probably on the seven yard line. He just calls like a QB power on the seven. I mean, I understand yeah. if we did that inside the five, but some of, yeah, I just don't understand some of these play calls he has.
0: Or like the um, that outside toss on uh, <laughs> yeah, on. that
2: was the one I was questioning. That didn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever.
0: It's like, it's like once Gus gets into the red zone, he snaps back to his high school days. That's why we see the swinging gate, not as much this year. If we have seen it yeah, this year, not as much. Yeah, but, but um, you see that. You see these weird, uh, these weird trick plays that that just don't really usually work at the college level. No, it, his, I mean it's 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 like his whole mentality changes when he gets into the no. red zone. I don't understand it.
1: His best play call was the QB sneak for Bo Niggs. <laughs> When we were on the one, that call actually made sense when it was fourth and goal, and that worked. Yeah. But, but see, there's other calls. It was like a third and 20 or something, and we decided to throw all the way to the outside to our fullback. <laughs> I mean, plays like that don't make any sense. And then we're down 10, and we're trying to run a trick play, and they have Seth Williams double-covered, and it's just a wasted play. Oh, man, I, I don't understand. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I think that we, on the show, prior to this episode, maybe not so much in this one, people will say, but that we've been very fair to Bo Nix. We have oh, really given we, him the benefit of the doubt. We have. we said, you know, if this kid's a freshman. You know, if anything, blame Gus for having a freshman in there and not having an older guy in there. He's just not playing well. But uh, I think it's time that maybe fans start to panic a little bit with Bo Nix. I mean, I think it's time because
1: he hasn't... He's not played well in any of these big games. I mean, and like I've said, it, we're eight games into, into the year now. And there's no reason to be talking about how he's just a freshman. We should just oh, we should give him a break. He There's plenty of other freshmen that are playing so much better at quarterback or have before yeah. in the past. So I think Gatewood needs to be kind of considered, especially coming in against Ole Miss. Maybe give him some playing time. See how yeah. he looks against Ole Miss. I know it's only Ole Miss, but... It's about time we start giving him the ball more, giving him a shot in there. Sure. Because he only had the – he came in for one play. <laughs> and the way Bo Nix looked today, you would think, maybe we should throw Gatewood in there some more, kind of mix it up. Because what we have right now isn't
0: working. Well, just looking at Bo Nix's stats next to Joe Burrows, it's, it's disheartening. Because it's for, oh, yeah. for Bo, he went 15 for 35. Uh, which is not good, 157 yards, a touchdown and an interception. His QBR is 27.6. Ugly, yeah. You put that next to Burrow, who went 32 for 42, 321 yards, an interception, but also a touchdown with a, I mean, his QBR was 60.9. That wasn't just astonishing, but, man, I mean, he, he was completing passes left and right. Oh, yeah, his completion percentage is off the charts this season. He's very accurate with
1: his throws. I mean, he's, and you know what? He makes plays with his feet, too. These are some key plays he made throughout the game. Like on third and twelve, on early in the game, he made a huge run for a first down. So, uh, man, he's been outstanding this year, and there's yeah. a reason he's the front runner in the Heism- for the Heisman.
0: Yeah, I mean It, it is, and um, you know, some people might say it's not fair because we're comparing a freshman to a senior, and you know that's fine. But also, these guys were playing against each other. They're on the same field. When you're on the field, everybody's equal. You're yeah. going to be judged the same way. But, um,
1: I, yeah, I think um, it's really time to consider looking at Gatewood a little more than they have this season because Bo Nix is not getting it done.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, uh. Joe Burrow's com- uh, completion percentage on the year is 79.4. Outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, unreal. Especially really with – I mean, he threw his it His QBR times. is 91.7 on the season.
0: Yeah, amazing. So, I, I mean, I just I don't know, I don't know how you fix this. Um, well, I because mean, I'm a firm, be- I'm a firm believer that even if your scheme sucks, you don't change it mid season because oh no, yeah, you're just gonna Either, you're, well, that's basically giving up on your team. Gus is gonna change it I, anyways. <laughs> they gotta, fi- I mean, they gotta start utilizing Bo Nix more, playing to his strength. Get some check downs in this offense. We had one check down today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We well, one. we need a lot more. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm, I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm tired of throwing it to the outside all the time. Why don't we have slants over the middle like Alabama and LSU do? And look how well it works for them. We have a guy like Schwartz and Seth Williams who can catch the ball over the middle. Why don't we have that? Yeah. Why do I all mean, of our plays not, have to go to the outside?
0: Not every ball needs to be the deep ball. I mean, you, yeah, you really. just get the yards you can get. And, and I just don't understand why there's not more of these easier passes for this freshman quarterback. I just I don't understand it and it's just gotten to the point where I'm I'm frustrated with it too. And I'm well, like, well <laughs> there's there's not much of a reason in my head right now to be like, Yeah, I believe in Gus's ability to, to play call. I mean
1: I mean it's just gonna be another eight and four season. And I don't know why I can continue to kinda hype myself up with the Auburn team with how they look at the start of the season, like, oh man, this might be the year but then we play a good team and Gus just falls apart. The scheme doesn't work. His play calling isn't work. The quarterback's not looking good. And we are so predictable. Anytime we complete we get a first down, guess what play we're going to call? Tell us. a run a run right up the middle. <laughs> I mean, the whole country knows what's coming because he does it every single time. And how about yeah. so we're down 10 points and there's 2 minutes, 3 minutes left. And it's a first down. Oh, Gus calls a run play. Oh, you know, no big deal. We're just going to run the ball. (laughs) That sounds like a great play call, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Well, building off of that, uh, Auburn's third down efficiency in this game. They were 5 of 18.
1: Which, I mean, was just as bad like it was against Florida as well. Yeah. I mean, Gus has never been good on the road. That's what An Auburn team on the road
0: has never been good with Gus as head coach. So is this the time that you say, yeah, let's let's get somebody else? I know you've been a bit advocate for uh, uh, promoting yeah. Kevin Steele.
1: Oh, I, I love Kevin because here's the thing, Kevin Still, defensive minded guy. I think you know what Saban's a defensive minded guy. You know what he's done? He's hired a great offensive mind to let say, hey, run the offense. And why can't we just say, hey, Kevin Steele, you're going to be the head coach. Let's find a great offensive mind. Let him run the offense. And then you can run the defense because with him, a defense has been game changer for Auburn. Yeah, I mean, the defense yeah, so. like this is it's the best it's been for yep, a long time. Y'all can time. hire
2: Kevin Steele, start running slants, and y'all can get these uh, pretty cool lights we got too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love pass on lights. I would love for LSU to get the lights. I'd love to yeah, see that. I think that, that would be pretty awesome. They probably will. They purple? Yeah. I think they'll um, all get it. Before, uh, just update, uh, Michigan just absolutely destroyed Notre Dame. So that makes uh, Georgia look worse too. 45-14, to 14, um, Michigan's big win. Yeah, Notre <laughs> Dame got in Paris. What, so, they're yeah.
2: second in the last five years under Harbaugh or four? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: and it's not like it I'm was just. Had, like,
2: I'm just glad they won because then Notre Dame, they both have two losses, so we don't have to worry about either one of them anymore. That's true. That is
0: true. Um. Yeah, they're both essentially out of it. So, but I'm just
1: I'm gonna go and accept. You know, there's probably not gonna win against Georgia and Alabama, especially if the offense plays like this against Georgia. Um, there, we have no chance against Alabama. Let's go and be honest about that. Because I mean, it's not like LSU's defense. Vanderbilt scored 38 points on them, and we can barely muster up 20. I know Vanderbilt was at home, but still. I mean, that's what ticks me off.
0: Yeah, and I think that's fair. I think that um, that opinion is being strongly voiced on Twitter by many others, too. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't know if... uh,
2: Do you think we'll get a uh, Gus Malzahn boom tweet this week?
0: <laughs> I don't think so he was uh, he was booming it up though uh, no, he sure was when we had a quarter. QB sneak he was like
1: oh, boom baby QB sneak our only big touchdown of the game <laughs> and the QB only sneak. such a
2: terrible saying like it was yeah. so cheesy I couldn't play for a guy like that yeah I just he's couldn't a, he's he's, such a, such a, nerd, he's literally it? the most unmotivating I- well, I
0: think the team would probably disagree with you because, I mean, their guys play hard. Their defense plays hard every week. Yeah, because but, of Kevin um, Steele. Cause... That's why the Maybe. defense plays hard. I mean, hard, that may Kevin be possible. That may be true.
2: Um,
0: I've heard some oh, he of his pregame
1: speeches, team. he gets them pumped up, man.
0: I just want to clarify um, the guy that's really been ragging Auburn all night is an Auburn fan. (laughs) Just is an Auburn fan. Uh, And (laughs) I think that makes his opinion uh, more profound than if it came from uh, a a fan of another team. Wait, what'd what'd Uh, you say? What'd you say?
1: I said, uh, what'd you just say? Sorry, I kind of froze up. I I was just reminding everyone
0: that you. I was reminding you everyone that you're an Auburn fan. <laughs> just because you've been dogging a pretty hard. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm like I said before, I'm just being a realist. I'm being an Aub- real Auburn fan here. I'm not being one of those that's like, Oh, Warrior Eagle all day. I still love my tigers. I mean, I'm getting tired of this. I don't know who else is. I know a lot of other people are. I'm not the only one.
0: No, you're not. There are a lot of a lot of people upset after this game. And I think it's these games that are close that are that are really emotional and heartbreaking that get people more upset at Gus than the, the beatdowns even.
1: Yeah, because if he just calls some better plays, I mean, <laughs> it's so frustrating we can't score in the red zone. Just yeah. think if we scored a couple of times in the red zone, that would have completely changed the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have won it, most likely. Yep.
2: It's okay. Um, Y'all still got a chance, man.
1: Oh, yeah. We still have a chance. Yep. I mean, well, I was watching um, Deja Vu. It was like the Florida game. I love. Alabama again. can
2: lose to LSU, and then LSU can slip up. It ain't happening. And you and think then Auburn Florida, Florida can be... win the SEC? Crazier things, things be,
0: have man. happened, but um, let's be okay.
2: real. It's I okay. Think Gus has still got you. Yeah.
0: Auburn is going to to uh, be able to bounce back, hopefully against Ole Miss. Have, an, have so. a nice long. Actually, bye you know week. what?
1: Maybe we'll lose. <laughs> and then they just fire Gus.
0: <laughs> would you be willing, would, would you actually prefer for Auburn to lose the remainder of their schedule to get rid of Gus? Or would you rather win out and keep him another year or two?
1: I think I'd rather just lose out. Really? I mean, I mean, I know that's a terrible thing to say. But yeah. it, if we go 8-4, and four, uh, they're probably still going to keep him around. But what's so yeah. frustrating is we lose to these big big teams over and over again. I mean, we haven't beat – we lost to LSU three straight times now. We can't beat them in Baton Rouge. And we've okay. had games – the last two LSU games, we've blown. 2017, we were up 20 points. Guess what happened? Oh, we lost that game.
2: How many years does uh, Gus actually have on his contract?
1: Uh, left? Six? I think like four. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it is like six, like five or six. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a five lot. or six.
0: Um, yeah, it's still crazy. It's a lot of it's, money. Yeah, it is. I've, after the end of the season, it'll still be over thirty million, I believe, to yeah. to <laughs> fire him.
1: Yeah, so they're they're not firing. So we are in a terrible situation.
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Justin: What would be an average season record that you would be uh, content with? Well, considering going in this year,
1: knowing the teams we were playing. If yeah. we would have somehow came out with 10 wins this year, I would have been like, oh, man, what a season. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Because say those two losses were to LSU and then Bama, and then we somehow would have beat Florida and Georgia. I would have been like, this is a great season considering the teams we had to play. But since going into Florida knowing they were with their backup quarterback, and we could we should have beat them if we had a good offense performance, should have beat LSU if we had a good offense performance. And then we probably won't beat Georgia and Alabama. I think
0: it's just losing those teams every year, which makes it frustrating. Yeah. So would you be happy with, like, a 9-win season average and then the occasional 10-11 win, 12-win, 12, 12 you know? Uh,
1: yeah, just considering if – it just depends on who we're beating. If we keep on losing to LSU every year in Georgia yeah. and Alabama, then I want somebody else. Sure. Because those are the games I want to win the most.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Auburn still could get a 10-win season, but they have they to could. win the remaining four games.
2: Um, I'm telling you, you're all right. Gus has got you. Yeah, he's got but us all
0: right. I think it's very likely that Auburn wins all of them left except either Alabama or Georgia drops one of those two. Or drops and gets, both. <laughs> but I think they'll get one of the two, and then they'll uh, add that 10th win. Yeah. Um, in the postseason,
1: actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we play like an SMU in the bowl game and we lose to them.
2: <laughs>
1: would <laughs> you be surprised? Be
0: um, with Gus's record in bowl games, no, I would yeah, not be. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, because he's not the the strongest in uh, coaching in bowls. No, he's not. <laughs>
1: I mean, I know that. I'm sorry to all the other Auburn fans that are the War Eagle forever. You know, this is just one of those <laughs> nights where, War Eagle. You gotta, anyway, you gotta say how it is.
0: Yeah, and you know that that's hard. You know, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, yeah. So Gus is yeah two and four. That's what I thought. Two and four in bowl games. Um, yeah, which is no hey, good.
1: And he beat Purdue last year. Great win, right?
0: Yeah. And then his <laughs> other one was. <laughs> His other one was in the Birmingham Bowl. Oh uh, against, man, I
1: forgot about that one. That was an even better win. Who
0: was who was that one against? I don't. Memphis. Remember. Memphis. It was a close Memphis. one. Memphis. <laughs> yeah, thirty-one ten. Auburn won that <laughs> one in twenty fifteen over Memphis. So,
1: and uh, I bet everybody at Auburn was like, "Oh man, we're gonna have a great season." Actually, we just beat Memphis. We just finished the season like seven and six. I don't even know what our record was. What, what was it like eight eight and five or something? Seven and six. It was bad. Yeah.
2: Well, you yeah. were in the Birmingham Bowl, so.
1: Yeah, so that explains it. So we're probably six and six going into that.
0: I think I'm. I'm checking to make sure, but I'm pretty sure. Any time of okay, let's see. So both of their wins came over teams that did not have ten win seasons. Yeah. And I think all of their losses came against teams who did. So yep. yeah, this one did this. I mean, I'm still gonna go back. To last year, I know they couldn't have done
1: it anyways with the money situation. Because Gus somehow pulled this out of the bag, to where Auburn would give him a seven-year, forty-nine million deal. But when they lost to Tennessee, it should have been
0: end of the line. See you later. You're done. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anytime they played in a bowl, Gus is faced off in a bowl while he's been at Auburn against a ten-win team. They have lost. So if they play against a ten-win team, I'm probably not putting money on them. But uh, if they play. If they play, against somebody with nine or less. I'll 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 go for them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, final thoughts. Give us a summary, Justin, of of your final thoughts.
1: Um, I know I had I didn't. I mean, I know I didn't really have m- much hope going in this into this game, but I knew the defense had come to play. It's just I don't know why I expect anything different. This has been the same thing going on at Auburn. The defense has bailed us out, and the offense just absolutely sucks. And yeah. so I don't have much hope for the rest of the season. But I hope the defense keeps playing. I hope the defense doesn't quit on us. Because they've been playing great this year. And I don't blame them if they did. <laughs> but yeah. I just hope they keep playing well this year. And maybe we'll see Gatewood some more. Because I'm feeling a little worried about Bo Nix. Well, no, I am worried about Bo Nicks. What the heck am I saying? I am worried about him.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully... Uh... We get a a more optimistic Justin next episode, but uh, he's not one for optimism.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am not, not when it comes to Auburn. Uh, They've already torn my soul out all the years (laughs) I've watched them.
0: Well, let's get into some lighter news. How about we get into a spooky segment of Miss Managers? We need to.
2: Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I grabbed nothing but two tortinos pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I am ducking and everything. In the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
1: And now... It's time for mismanagers.
0: Okay, so I've got a few stories for us uh, this week. I'm going to start out with, um, let's see, I've got a few good ones. Let's start out with this one. Did you guys know that uh, the scariest haunted house in the world is uh, basically in our backyard? Mm, uh, where's it out? It's in Tennessee, so a Tennessee haunted oh. house.
2: I knew it was in Tennessee. I thought it was in Tennessee, and you said backyard. I thought you meant in, still in the state of Alabama. Yeah, I did too.
0: No, but it's in our. It's in our uh, the southeast. So this is an article by uh, UPI.com. Uh, haunted house requires forty page waiver, physical exam. Oh my gosh! So a Tennessee haunted house, billed as the scariest in the world, requires visits visitors to sign a forty page waiver, pass a physical and undergo a background check, and no one has ever finished the attraction. Oh,
1: I think I've heard about this one.
0: About, yeah. So, Russ McCamey, owner of McCamey Manor in Summertown, I believe is how you say his name, said the price of admission is only a bag of food for his five dogs, and the prize, prize for finishing is $20,000. Wow. But no one has ever collected the prize money. Would you guys be willing to do a haunted house for $20,000? No. Heck yeah, 20000 I haven't even told I'm... you what's in it yet. You're just saying no?
2: Listen, he just... Do you know... Okay, there are some crazy people out there, and I'm not signing any pieces of paper for you just to let you do whatever you want to me. <laughs> if nobody else has ever even went made it through it like no it's a very well, simple no
1: you, I tell you what I absolutely hate scary things too and yeah they could do just pretty much whatever they want since we're signing these waivers but 20,000 that's some good money I, I think, think you know, yeah,
2: what, if I'm just saying like okay. I I'm not going to say I'm being realistic and I'm not as crazy as, as some other people that I know are willing to do it and I know there's been those who have already tried it so if they didn't make it through i definitely don't think i am so, so
1: yeah i want to know how many people have gone through it what's the number on that
0: well I'll, i don't know if the article talks about it we'll see but uh i will say myself there's very few things i wouldn't do for twenty thousand dollars especially <laughs> Man, as that, a 21 year old college kid so that is some good money
2: <laughs> yeah, well, signing my life away to some dude on forty pieces of paper and then giving, letting him give me a physical is not, not one of them I'm to do for <laughs> he, he
0: doesn't give you the physical. You have to bring proof of a physical.
2: <laughs> okay, this yeah. is a very different story if this guy is illegally
0: man. giving out physicals. It's not that.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Oh man. All right. Well, let I'm me let saying. me
0: let me get through this article, Justin, and we'll see if it changes our minds uh, by the All end right, of let's it. Like- Interested visitors must first complete a sports physical, sign a 40-page waiver, pass a drug test, provide proof of medical insurance, and prove they are at least 21 years old. The visitors must then watch a two-hour video called And Then There Were None, which features footage of every visitor from July 2017 and August 2019 quitting before the end of the experience. Visitors leave by uttering the code phrase, you really don't want to do this. So, there's a, a safe word. That's your safe word. And, um, yeah. So, the most painful so, thing to me so far is sitting through a two-hour video.
1: Yeah, so, signing these waivers so they can touch you. Okay, I
2: mean, that, that was no. the most painful part. He, he said proof of medical insurance. Yeah, so you both out have, of your mind. Have
0: people gotten, like... You just like, bring that. I don't want to sit through a, a training video for two hours. So, have people gotten hurt to where they've been taken to the hospital?
2: That's my point. Yes. I don't not know that Let's you have to bring reading. it. I'm just saying the fact that you have to have it is caution enough. Yeah. No one's ever finished, and he wants you to get a physical <laughs> and then bring proof of medical insurance. That's not happening. It's not happening. I don't know <laughs> why this is so hard for y'all. It's twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, but it's not sloths where you just go and like, okay, I know that I, I'm here. Like, let me see if I can make it through, and I might win. No, it's hey, do you have proof of medical insurance, just in case you know you're harmed they... significantly to where we'll have to take you to the hospital?
1: It's
0: twenty thousand dollars here. It be altered
2: money. for life,
0: so so they can beat up on us. I don't miles. know. Let's keep reading. Let's see. Okay. okay. McCamey said the key to inspiring terror is a mind game that relies on hypnotism to have visitors tricked by their own minds. He said oh, each man. experience is video recorded to prove to visitors and authorities that nothing illegal took place. Oh gosh! When I use the that's, hypnosis, even,
2: thats another red flag. How many red flags does the date <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear we didn't do anything illegal. Trust me. Trust me. they didn't do anything illegal. We're
2: just hypnotizing them. That's all. <laughs>
0: I wonder how when many use the hip- just-
2: like the cops are going to sit down and watch an eight-hour video. <laughs> when they I use the hypnosis. The two hours and there's still six hours of you being hypnotized and them doing whatever they want to you. Like I'm, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> when I use the hypnosis, I can put you in a kiddie pool with a couple inches of water and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're going to think there's a shark in there. He told WFLA TV. And so when you have that kind of power over people and have them do and see things that you want them to see, then they can leave here thinking it really happened. And they'll go to the authorities and say, oh, whatever. And I have to come back and show the footage and say, it didn't go down that way at all. It can't be said. Yeah, this guy's starting to sound a little psychotic. Like a psycho. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sure it's not a normal dude that just came up with this. Like, huh? Something I want to get into. Yeah. It's a nice business venture.
0: <laughs> Let me see. That's all that article said about it, but I'd like to see what all uh, what all this actually consists of. So I feel like I mean, we haven't the fact, heard much the about fact the actual.
1: That, the fact that people actually go to police after this, saying they thought something happened when it really didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know if I'd really want to go through that and mentally not be the same for $20,000. <laughs> I'm just in an asylum the rest of my life because I went through a haunted house
0: so this says that uh, okay so this is an article by Knox News um, you get a lot of people who think it's going to be easy money Chris Smith, a 37 year old Michigan native who works as a volunteer remotely for McKamey's Tours told USA Today Smith was introduced to the operation years ago as a contestant. During his first go around, he didn't make it past the signing signing the waiver, which details all the physically painful, high stakes, and grotesque things that could happen along the way. I read it and I quit, Smith said. I got to the last page and turned around and went home. There's so much. You have to pull out your own teeth. There's a chance of getting a tattoo. A chance of your fingernails getting pulled out. It's really overwhelming. There's a chance Wait, of death. What? Accidents do happen. Smith later returned and tried two more times before becoming an official member of McKay's team, once trapped out after getting buried, once tapped out after getting buried alive in a wooden coffin, and then again during a round of hypnosis that gave him a complete panic attack. So they bury you, they're ripping your fingernails out, they're making you pull out your own teeth. This is this guy's insane. Uh, I
2: mean, uh, what did you expect? What did I expect? I expected a haunted house. I didn't expect to get a tattoo. <laughs> well, I mean, did you think this was going to be a normal I'd haunted house? to be it's buried It's a 40-page waiver. <laughs> <laughs> 40 pages. But see, uh, Medical uh, uh, insurance. Uh, but I don't
1: expect to go to a haunted house and expect to be dead. Because if that what? happens,
0: then he's getting sued and he's being put to jail for life. Not I if mean, you sign this 40-page waiver, I guess. I guess I'd that's true. Said you can't sue me. I am not doing this. $20,000, not enough. There's probably so many people who have died, and he was like, they signed the waiver. <laughs> well, uh, the thing that really got me is pulling your fingernails out. Can you imagine like, how painful that teeth? must
1: be? Yeah, and pulling yeah, out your
0: but, teeth, too?
2: Oh, my
0: god. Yeah, I mean, that's awful as well. We get a lot of teeth talking, mess managers. We don't know why. Here's more of it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, pulling
2: your own teeth out is worse than pulling your own fingernails out. That's painful, out. man. Maybe.
1: Well, uh, see, maybe, why do we ha- why would they make people do that? What's the point? What
0: I don't know. But call back to episode two. Maybe uh, this is how all those teeth ended up in the wall. Maybe that used to be oh, a haunted yeah. house in the early 1900s. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. All right. So, uh, Justin, any chance you would do this now that I've it laid it all out for you?
1: Uh, well, the buried alive part I think got me right there. So, uh, probably no. no.
0: That's fair. I don't blame
1: you.
2: All right. So now that changed quickly because y'all are all about that twenty grand. So yes. now that you know everything in, in detail that I didn't have to go to because I, I foresaw what that could possibly be, how much money would it take you to, in order to do this? To do that? Yeah. What if it was a hundred? What if it was a hundred grand?
1: I would need a million.
0: Yeah. I'd do it for a hundred grand.
2: You do it for a hundred grand?
0: I wouldn't do yeah. it for a hundred. I need a million. Well, I don't know. Pulling your t- okay. You guys have teeth pulled out. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure really they don't have in your body forever. <laughs> yeah, they so said there was
2: a chance of death. <laughs> you die no, for a
0: hundred grand? I would need. I would need a hundred thousand dollars, and I'd need all uh, medical expenses paid for. I'll keep the tattoo if it's in a reasonable place, but uh, they're going to pay to put my teeth back in.
1: Not if you sign the
0: waiver, though. I know, but what I'm saying is to, yeah, that's not to part be of the able deal. to do this, this that's would be my terms. Deal. Nope. Yeah. I, I, so I how much million. would it take you? A million. Uh, like, a million. without
2: any... Just how their terms are, as they sit, how much money?
0: Probably a million. 500000 yeah. to a million. Somewhere in there. Yeah.
2: Man, that changed quickly, didn't it? Oh, it how did. much would it take you, Aaron? They wait. You, I mean, you're not going to alter my body at all. Like, I'm not going to sit there and let you torture me for hours on end for... I would have to be one of the richest humans to ever live.
1: <laughs> How long, like, would it take you to go through
0: the whole haunted house? Does it say?
2: It says hours, don't it?
0: Yes, yeah, it says hours. Um, I don't think it says on here. Um, so I don't know, but presumably a long time. I mean, if the, just n- the training video is two hours, you're probably in there all night. Yeah,
1: that's nuts.
0: Well, let's. Let's get into the second story. So, Halloween is a lovely time. One of the only appropriate times that everyone can dress up however they want and uh, and go out and have a good time without really being judged. This costume I'm about to tell you about, well, you're probably still going to get judged for it. you all ready for this one? All right, let's hear about it. So, everyone's aware of Mr. Rogers, right? The, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. famous guy. Where could yeah, this be was. Yeah, he, he changed everyone's lives. You know, he, he had this famous uh, children's show, and uh, he just wanted to make the world a better place. Uh, Tom Hanks movie recently came out on him. Just a really well-known, likable guy that did a lot of good for yep. the world. Yeah. Well, this year you can be sexy Mr. Rogers in booty shorts <laughs> and uh, <laughs> in his little tie showing a whole lot of cleavage. Yeah, so... uh
2: Mike, <laughs> How's that possible? To be a sexy Mister Rogers? Like, well, you like still gotta have a sweater, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you about it. This is by USA. Is it today. like a
2: V-neck sweater?
0: <laughs> yes, basically. So it's like oh, a okay. deep V-neck sweater.
2: But you still got long sleeves.
0: Yeah, you still have long sleeves, but you got a real deep. That's a V-neck. must
2: for a Mister Rogers.
0: And then the the um the sweater is also like a belly shirt, so it you know cuts off up high. Of course. Yeah, of and then you got on, he's uh, like some khaki booty shorts, basically with a belt. Uh, so you got the red sweater. You you have the uh, unattached white collar, um, and then you have <laughs> the black tie coming out. Um, so this is by the USA Today. The year of Mister Rogers, with a Tom Hanks movie approaching and a new biography out, is bound to spawn Halloween costumes. This though barely qualifies as costume. <laughs> Yandy's Yandy's nicest neighbor costume, with a nod to Mister Rogers' red sweater, is a mere suggestion. And the woman modeling the costume is wearing booty shorts. The costume sells for fifty nine dollars ninety five cents. You might miss you might miss it. It is a Mister Rogers costume. If it weren't for the photo of her holding up its puppet helpers, King Friday <laughs> and Henrietta <laughs> Pussycat. I tell
1: like, you what, all I'll that bet. That, I bet Mr. Rogers is looking down from heaven, saying, "This world is going to hell. I don't know why anybody <laughs> thought this would ever be a good these idea." Are Never all the children
2: life. he taught. Yeah. He taught them to be better. And, and now, now this is what they're doing.
1: You have all these young How women dressing,
0: yeah, dressing up in a sexy Mr. Rogers outfit. What in the world? Our goal at Yandy is to create costumes that are sexy, fashion-forward, and light-hearted. We don't take ourselves too seriously, and neither do our customers, said Alicia Thompson, Yandy's director of brand marketing. We know it's Halloween time, and it's a time to dress up, have some fun, and also be sassy. Yandy shoppers are witty smart, and don't shy away from a bit of snark- snarkiness, which makes them all the more sexy, in our opinion. Uh, last year, so Yandy sparked outrage when so they... <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Yandy sparked outrage when it debuted a Handmaid's tail costume that it later pulled. Uh, but the company is back at it again, taking on the most recognizable childhood icon, include including Buzz Lightyear and the late oh, no. TV painter Bob Ross. So they also That's have what I was faces. just about
2: to say is they need a yeah. Bob Ross
0: one. Oh, they do. So it's got the it's got the the afro, the curly hair. He's oh, got a little squirrel that sits on your shoulder, and then it's just. Uh, a button down blue shirt that's not much of a shirt, and then shorts, blue jean shorts that are not much of <laughs> shorts, and you hold a paint palette. And then Buzz Lightyear is literally just like a bra and underwear and then by high boots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Nice.
0: Yeah, so uh, what? Uh, my question to you guys are uh, what are you going to dress up as for Halloween, if anything? Myself.
1: That's what I'm dressing up as of myself.
0: No, you're not dressing up with Jordan.
2: No, we're
1: not dressing up.
2: <laughs> Somebody's getting dumped this weekend.
1: <laughs> she ain't dressing up either.
0: Is she not? Really? No. Now that surprised me. If
1: the school I'm at is doing a dress-up thing for Halloween, maybe I will. To go to
0: elementary school. Sure. But probably not. And Aaron, I I'm pretty sure you're not dressing up, correct?
2: Uh, well, no, I just haven't had a I haven't had a good idea yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be. I, I haven't thought of anything yet.
0: Okay, well, if you guys had to dress up, what would what would you want to pick? <laughs> any uh, probably any childhood Mr. R- probably a sexy Mister Rogers. That's what I was thinking. probably sexy Mister Rogers. I think you could pull it off. I think you'd you'd yeah. look great in it. I think so too. Aaron, what would
2: you be? I don't know. Mine would be maybe, something stupid. That's all I know. Maybe a Ninja Turtle? Uh, I said something stupid, not cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, Nick. Golly.
2: I could be a sexy Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Which one would you be? Leonardo? Raphael? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. Mm. I think if I'm going for a sexy one it had oh, to be man. Raphael Raphael is sexy he's spicy you know in the red too
1: Absolutely. I think this is getting this is getting kind of weird now <laughs> it
2: is getting weird
0: so let's get on <laughs> let's get on to our last story alright so my final story of the day it's by thedailymail.com and uh, this is one Justin that you suggested to me last week and I said I would save it for the spooky episode oh and here we go White yeah. spooky yeah very specific. so dailymail.com uh the title of this is look who's talking father fears creepy ventriloquist doll he was given as a gift is haunted after filming sinister puppet blinking and moving mouth at night so are you ready for this one
1: michael yeah, diamond so just
0: watch yeah just watching this video Scared the mess yeah, there is me. a video. You can watch it, and I highly recommend watching it. It is cru- quite creepy. Um, so, yeah. We'll put the link on our on our Facebook or something. Y'all can find it there. Um, okay, so, here we go. A man feels convinced a sin- sinister antique ventriloquist doll is haunted after CCTV footage showed it blinking. Michael Diamond, 48, was given Mr. Fritz made by a prisoner at the World War II Stalag 2 B camp. I probably said that wrong, sorry. Which was formerly in Germany three months ago. And Mr. Diamond set up a GoPro in the late night hours on September 19th and 20th after noticing the doll's class display cabinet kept opening. At least once or twice Oops. a week, the door kept coming off its latch, so he decided to set up the camera, quote, for fun. Over the two evenings doors to the striking striking looking doll swung open uh, I'm going to describe this doll for in, uh, anyone that hasn't seen the video it's just the head of a ventriloquist yeah. doll <laughs> that looks like it's 100 years old because it almost is it was from World War 2 in a, in a prisoner camp so it's literally just a head on like a stick and uh, he has it in this glass display case it's really creepy looking it just looks terrifying the eyebrows are like oddly raised high and it's bald and and he said
1: yeah he said um, when the eyes the eyes start opening he
0: said they are already like sealed shut or something like that yeah I'm about to get to that part so uh, it's heavy eyes which were initially tightly shut spring open and the lip opens as though the ventriloquist is wanting to say something in the eerie clip I really suggest watching this clip it is scary Mr. Diamond said he got a weird feeling in his gut, which is hard to describe, after replaying the footage. He is not scared of Mr. Fritz, but admitted how he is wary of it, and keeps it locked away in his, quote, freak room, full of collector's items. What
2: the? He has a freak room?
0: (laughs) This dude's already messing up. A freak room that includes taxidermy animals, schools, and and ancient weapons. Mm Mm-mm. Mr. Diamond added how he gets emotionally attached to his collections. And the reason why is a quote, million dollar question. Uh, While he is married to Sally and has two children, Amber 19 and Caleb 11, he wants to give his doll a permanent home. I have no, (laughs) here's a quote by him I have no idea myself. I don't even know where to start. There are no open windows in the room and no airflow. The door is on a latch, so it shouldn't just swing open. I have told Sally and Amber about it, and they don't like it at all. To stop it from happening, I've chained the box up and covered it in a blanket. The father of two speculates that the prisoner who created the doll worked as a ventriloquist before being taken prisoner. The camp was one of the Nazi concentration camps in 1933 for German communists and went on to become a prisoner of war camp for Polish soldiers from the, uh, from the Pol- Polish army. Mr. Fritz was allegedly taken to America after the end of the war and was owned and owned an antique shop in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina before uh, moving to the UK. Can you just imagine
1: so, uh, all the evil, like being in a <laughs> concentration camp? Yeah. And no wonder I'd,
0: it's probably haunted. Not a place I ever want to go. Um, so, this video could very well be fake, um, it could have been Sage. I'm not so much as interested in debating if this is real or not. I'm more interested in, do you guys believe in anything supernatural, such as, you know, ghosts, sp- uh, spirits, bad juju? What do, what do y'all think?
2: All right, not everybody at once. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you go first. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a reason to, so therefore I, I, don't, like, I don't have any personal experiences. I guess that's the only reason... I would say no. Okay, fair enough.
1: I'm kind of the same way because I haven't had any experience either, so it's like I don't really know. But I mean, seeing videos like that, where I don't think there's any way you can really manipulate his eyes and mouth opening like that, and the glass door opening, because stuff like that kind of creeps me out. But yeah, I haven't experienced anything, so
0: I don't really know. But that stuff freaks me out. If one day, like, the government just came out and they were like, "Hey, just let you know, uh, yeah, ghosts are real. We we confirmed it. Don't don't even worry about it." What would you guys? Don't even worry about it. What would your reactions
2: be? I mean, it depends on what they're capable of. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so much weirder when I said that. <laughs> it
0: would um. It would depend on their power sets. <laughs>
2: Like, I mean, if they're just ghosts and they they don't alter my life any other than scaring me every once in a while, that it would literally change my life, I'd be like, okay, cool. But I mean, if they, I don't don't know, if they can, uh, uh, you know, I really don't know how to go with that. It's
1: hard to explain. Yeah, it's hard to explain. I mean, I feel like the bad spirit kind of stuff, the bad... Juju, I feel like that could be somewhat real. Just because some of the terrible, evil things that have happened, you know, in this world. I feel like that could be somewhat of a real thing. Some haunted places. But like, yeah, I'm kind of like with air and I haven't experienced it, so.
0: So, let's say that you two were to die and you had to be trapped as a ghost in one location, where would it be?
2: Oh, man. Or what do you mean by location? Like, what do you mean? Like a, that? City, let's like, say, a uh, like a city? Let's
0: say, like, one structure. So you could say, like, yeah, I'd just like to stay at my house, or I'd like to stay at Bryant-Denny Stadium or Jordan-Harris Stadium, or yeah, I'd okay. like to stay in a Bahama resort. What, what would you all speak? It'd probably be
1: at a uh, golf course in Hawaii. Could I could I can I say that? <laughs> can I say that? Did you say? What did? Where did you say? I said a golf course in Hawaii.
0: Sounds good to me. All yeah. right.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, because I mean, what's the point of being a ghost if you can't mess with people? So that's true. Uh. I wouldn't just pick just a house, because then you can only mess with a few people at a time, and it's too easy for a house to get a stigma, so like if multiple people move out of it, no one's going to buy that house, so that would really, so it'd have to be a p- a hospital. <laughs> 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 what? So if you become
0: a ghost, you would okay. like to spend eternity in a hospital. I mean,
2: no. That's it's just a first you want to, you want to <laughs>
0: bother and,
2: and yeah. Those are probably the last people I would want to bother, but <laughs> I can't think, I'm trying to think. There's got to be oh new people like, coming through. All my the crazy time. takes
1: from other episodes, of are bad. This is terrible.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think. There's got to be a place that always, that, you know, it's always booming, and there's always new people coming in and out. I mean, you said something about like a a football stadium, and uh, that's that's I guess that would be a good thing too. But it's, you know, if I'm a ghost, I will live forever. You know. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Some places like that. (laughs) Probably not a hospital, (laughs) but similar qualities. Okay. A school. A school.
0: You want to spend eternity watching underage children. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, I don't know why you had to spin it like that. There's that was a, teachers yeah, that was in bad. schools too. Okay, everybody, oh. calm down. That was a bad spin. I could I could just pretend to mess with teachers. Like I don't know why why you had to spin it like that, but you know, forget that answer as well. Um, Man, uh, alrighty. I
0: think we should move on I oil. think I'd pick a football stadium I think maybe Brad Denny, Jordan, Harry somewhere like that maybe uh, UAB's new stadium watch the Blazers for the rest of eternity
2: yeah the only thing with <laughs> the only thing I thought about with the football is like you know, there's so many cameras and everything if you mess with too much people are going to think stuff's going on and you know like I, there's, there's all eyes are on you because you can't really mess with a game too much
0: yeah, I, d- I would just like to be able to watch football, you know. Maybe a sports bar. Maybe it's a good as sports bar. I'm just bar worried, watch I'm just worried about
2: messing with people, that's all.
0: Yeah. Well, I could do that, too, at a sports bar. You can mess with people. Yeah. I think I'd pick a sports bar. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe in New Orleans or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Because then, you know how people are there once they f- find out, you know, oh, man, something's not right about this place. They ain't coming back. <laughs>
0: Well, that is all I have for Miss Managers. Well, I um, I want to really quickly talk about Alabama LSU, not in much too much detail, because um, we're going to be doing a bonus episode for that game, just like we did with Carlos Rogers. Uh, hopefully also with a special guest. I don't want to say anything soon right now in case it falls through, but um, we will be doing a bonus episode nonetheless. Um, so, but really quickly, I just want to um, hear your guys' predictions on how – Yeah, give me some predictions about how you think this game will turn out. Maybe one with if Tua plays, one if they don't play. Um, Maybe not any scores, though. We'll save our scores for the bonus episode. All right, Aaron?
2: Go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, kind of watching LSU play today, and uh, I mean, it wasn't one of their best performances of the year, and I know they played against a great Auburn defense, but I think it doesn't really matter who plays at quarterback. Um, Alabama's at home. LSU does not usually play well against Alabama at Brian Denny. They've, they've lost how many in a row now against Alabama?
0: Eight? Eight, I believe. Maybe nine. Uh, it's yeah. been every every one since the national championship after the 2011 season. Okay, so, so yeah. I think like it should be
1: eight. Eight. Yeah, they've lost eight years in a row. I mean, I would put my
0: money on Alabama. I think that's pretty safe, Aaron.
2: Um, I think it just it depends more on the linebacker play than it does quarterback play, because um, either it's going to be Mac or it's going to be Tua when he's not a hundred percent. Because there's no way he's going to be a hundred percent by then. No. Um, so I think it kind of evens it out, um, except for maybe certain pat you know certain things in the offense. But I don't think it's going to limit us too much. I think it's mostly the the linebackers, so um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, it's gonna come down to us capitalizing on opportunities, turnovers, and special teams, and just taking what they give us, especially if Mac is playing. Um, but other than that, it's just it's just the linebackers and not not getting penalized 20 times a game.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think that um, it's going to be all about the offense. I would say, from I'm just going to say this because we need to wrap this up anyways, but uh, my confidence on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest confidence in Alabama winning this, if Tua is in, would be about 7.5 out of 10 and probably drop to about a 6 with Mac. So I still would favor them, Alabama, regardless um, But I do, I do, I would worry a little bit if I'm an Alabama fan if two is not starting. But,
2: yeah, I'm at a 6.5 regardless. Hmm.
0: Okay.
1: I feel like if I was an Alabama fan, I'd be at about a 7.5. Just because I'm you said at home. 10.5? No, 7.5. No, 7.5. Like,
2: man. Just, we must not have, that, <laughs> not have anything to worry about.
1: <laughs> no, just because <laughs> y'all are at home. I mean, yeah. it's. Y'all are usually. A, if this
0: was. If this was in Baton Rouge, my confidence would be way lower. Yeah. It would be a
2: five.
1: Especially if Tua wasn't playing and Mac Jones is going on the road. Oof. Oh, it
0: would
2: be a That's a tough game. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, um, luckily for Alabama, they will be at home. And we're going to get onto that a whole lot more. It's funny how
1: how it always works out for Alabama.
0: Yeah, it usually does, so we'll see. Um well, let's wrap this thing up. So, thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. We know we are nonsensical at times, but uh, thanks for listening to us, anyways. You can find us online at thegamemanagers.com. You can uh, see our articles and videos and podcasts there, uh, and as well as find our social media, which you can also find us at TGM Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at gamemanagerspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at NorrisOsaurus on Twitter. That is N-O-R-R-I-S-O-S-A-U-R-U-S. Very now nice. this time. Patreon. You can uh, find us there, too. We will be having content up, and we're going to have a new uh, video up on Wednesday um, of us playing uh, Doug Flutie's Maximum Football 2019. Uh, hey. It's a spoiler alert. Um, subscribe for future content, whether that be on your podcast app or on YouTube or anywhere else. Leave a nice review if you like the show. It's really easy to do. You can do it right there on your phone, and that helps us out basically more than anything else. So please do that. Uh, you can get shirts at Tee Public. They are soft, and they help us, and we get money from them. So please do that, too. Also, we're doing giveaways. We do giveaways every week for Tide vs. Tigers Trivia and as well for uh, Alabama and Auburn football ticket giveaways so we're still doing those but that is coming to a quick end so hurry up and get on that i think it's only like two days left to do the ticket giveaways so uh yeah that is all for me guys anything else to say um Uh, adios yeah i mean tough tough day war eagle tough day tough Um, day but it's gonna get better uh we'll be back hopefully have justin in a better mood next week so uh, i hope so Hopefully after a butt
1: whooping against Old Miss. Or All right.
0: I, well, <laughs> or maybe
1: we lose and Gus is gone. So, well, you know, who knows? A
0: win-win for Justin either way. That's so. right. Uh, but thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a good one. War Eagle, guys. Adios.